Hi everyone, welcome to Living Libita Loco Podcast, a retro gaming podcast for some of your retro gaming needs. My name is Faz. I'm Fiona. Hey. I'm Rich. Hey. We've got a Rich and Fiona this week after having a week of, I don't know, plague, pestilence, (laughs) all that kind of jazz. But it's good to all be together. So happy new year to you guys. Happy new year. We've actually saved slaved that's not we haven't done that no, no. We <laughs> saved uh i couldn't say it saved pleasantries that's really hard to say for me uh for the podcast to actually you know say hello to each other for the first time this year so how have you guys been over christmas and new year what have you been up to well apart from being ill yeah apart from <laughs> no one no one no no one has any sympathy for anybody <laughs> around here so you know don't worry about that shit gaming gaming things have you done over christmas gaming things <laughs> I'm doing my homework on this, really. <laughs> on, yeah, on, yeah. yeah on, on this this being what? Why are you jumping to reveal it now or you, save it till I don't know. I don't know, why I'm being, I don't know why I'm being coy about You're it. Very coy. I don't know why I'm being coy about it. I'm trailer this on the internet. Why are you being coy? I wouldn't trail this. five minutes to find out more. I wouldn't trail this. So, well, I, I guess I wanted you to introduce it and okay. because it's... It, as you alluded to before the podcast, this is your special subject or a special subject of yours. Hence, why you're here to run the show, and we'll I'll I'll just cower in the corner. I think when it comes to my <laughs> bit because uh, I'm useless at this kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, go on, Fiona. What are we doing this week or next this week's? This why week's? are we here? Why are we here? Specifically today in this room, um, <laughs> as far as I'm willing to help you with. <laughs> Fair. For more questions than that, consult your therapists. Um, yeah, no, we are here to talk all things Final Fantasy, which Yay. is very exciting. It's yeah. one of my favourite franchises. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think we're doing two, aren't we? So this week we're going to be talking about. Uh, uh, we we have not discussed. Yeah. yeah, we did mainline first. Sure. Did we yep. discuss that? I don't know. No, it's okay. No, it's fine. Mainline first, and then the spin-offs. Good. Mainline first, and then an episode on some of the spin-offs. Yep. Um. Yeah, so um, take over your whole podcast. <laughs> I have prepared for this. Um, this is fine. This is okay. I've this got, is what we want. I've yeah. got a Google Keep set of notes, which has what your listeners can't see, but it's a lovely, lovely set of three chocobos doing a little dance as it's a gift. Very hypnotic. Yeah. <laughs> to get you in the zone. Remember you used to get those things where you just like, when you were a kid, like the puzzles where you just rotate them and All you just do like that. Holograms. Yeah, yeah holograms. Just do yeah, that and you're like, holograms. I'm just going to keep doing just that. Just like that. Like, yeah. The only thing that made me feel alive. When you've ruined <laughs> gifts for me, because now every time I'm like, I'm so sophisticated, I've got a gift for this occasion. It's basically the same level as having a shiny bit of foil yeah, back yeah, in 1996. Yeah, but you don't have to print it out or anything like that. So, no. or progress. Either, so. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Download it straight to a mainframe. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, so I was suggesting that we um, start with a bit of a, an I Spy Spotter's Guide. <laughs> To okay. Final Fantasy. To Chocobos? <laughs> well, Chocobos are included because, right, Final Fantasy is like, um, it's obviously like a series, but I've been boring Richard a lot about this for the last sort of month ever since I agreed to do this, so he's going to be really pleased this is over soon. <laughs> One of the things I've been boring him about is Final Fantasy, I realised, is is quite a, an unusual franchise. So if you think about like, I don't know, like your sort of Harry Potter sort of seven books or whatever, a franchise normally follows a set of characters or a very similar world even like your lord of the rings things where you've got the hobbit and then lord of the rings and then that one that no one else has read but they pretend they have done they're all the same world mm-hmm. 
Um, Final Fantasy is a bit weird because it doesn't do that mm. in most cases. I think there's one or two exceptions. Mm. But what they do have is like a similar tone or kind of aesthetic or like often some character names that pop up although the characters themselves are not the same there's terminology touch points aren't mm. there yeah. yeah it is weird isn't it like because like you say most people try and cling on to your harry potter or your hermione's or your rottens and stuff but we click on like sort of cling on to black mages being a thing all the way in every single game <laughs> yeah. it's just like you know, one of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like, like... You'll, you'll have a sid but there'll be about 19 yeah. different sids yeah. over time and, yeah, yeah yeah you're cracking on through what else do you think i've got on my list oh um oh, yeah i hadn't written it down but that was lovely <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> what is that called that isn't that just the celebration music, music. <laughs> yeah you the won celebration bit, the celebratory yeah. music at the yeah. end of a battle um there's quite a lot of like little musical fingerprints that are like the prelude and stuff like that will pop up in slightly different ways mm-hmm. um, uh, what did I have on my list I want to knock out my list because it'll be considerably shorter, shorter. <laughs> yeah exactly right yeah. you guys crack on I'll go through the South Patch I, I'm, yeah, I'm so <laughs> unperceptive yeah. so in fact you guys are on port which is I'm very jealous port of, and South so, Patch could yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah, no, but like that's a, that's a party. That's a fan fantasy <laughs> party. I'm looking forward to how that goes later. Um, <laughs> so my fan fantasy tropes, I guess we were calling them, really, and and I'm gonna knock some out, and then hopefully if you know that round them out with another hundred that I've just missed because I'm <laughs> just not paying any attention. Um, I put length slash girth um, <laughs> of, of of game. Um, yeah. I guess that's in general JR. PGs. I kind of want to talk about that a little bit later on, I think, really, probably towards the end, um, once I've got all my opinions about games out of the way, just and then I'll just generalise them and uh, really annoy some people. Uh, <laughs> hair slash gown blowing in the wind when someone's thinking or pensive. That seems to happen a lot in Final Fantasy games, mm. like, especially in cutscenes and things. Um, and then, I guess, an addendum to that would be that there's lots of long, loose-fitted clothing. Like, there's lots yeah. of scarves and shawls. Yeah. Belts where belts should not be worn. Lots yeah. of belts. If you've only got one belt in a Final Fantasy universe, you're a loser. Yeah, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. But, like, can you still... Do you get... Is there a point in the games where belts become equipment? Or... I can't remember. Is um, it Final Fantasy nine hundred? Maybe, maybe in some maybe. of them, yeah. yeah. Not and sure. I was like... Because I was playing through the one I'm... Again, why am I being coy? I've played through Final <laughs> Fantasy IV, uh, the 3D remake, and that didn't have belts as equipment. And I, I haven't played any earlier Final Fantasies mm-hmm. than that one. And I was like, I didn't know if that was a thing, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so, oh yeah, scarves. I put a lot of scarves. Yeah. So that, mm. I'm like, it's, it's almost like, oh, you have to have a certain scarf or something in Final Fantasy IX. I think it is to, like cast magic. I'm like, when when has a scarf <laughs> ever been magic? Like magic carpets, magic wands. Uh, so what else have we got? King slash queen controlled by unknown demonic. Denom- <laughs> it's like the Metacritic all again. <laughs> demonic force. Have you got? Any, is that kind of? I didn't have that specifically, but there's often like a king or a queen or some kind of like nation problem. It's all yeah. quite high fantasy, isn't it? A lot of the time. And then I guess you could also get into the kind of like cosmic terror kind of vibe of like you know you've got this even greater evil. Yeah, above it, it, it somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, one evil, and then like everyone's like, "Yay, ba 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 ba!" Shit, there's another one. <laughs> and this one's even oh. more evil. And then you get to the last boss, and there's always like, "Well, actually, there's another form of it." Yeah, it's, it's yeah, got like yeah. it's got twenty that, hours that, long, and like that yeah, Dragon yeah. Ball style. This is my final form. Now this is my final <laughs> final like, form. Nice save points yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so annoying. Yeah. Um, main male protagonists with good hair but bad angst. 
was yeah, yeah that's, that's good. a really yeah. good summary i did put hair gel overload mm. as well um, yeah well you've yeah. all been there definitive hair um <laughs> definitive hair <laughs> I, I had my hair kind of a bit like cloud spiked when I was like 17. No, I mean, yeah. bring a picture. No, uh, I'm really driving struggling to picture okay. that without look. the beard. Well, <laughs> well it, without the hair, like is it, you know, the, the balding man. It, yeah, so yeah, I had it like, you know, like spiked up. It was a bit weird. Um, mist. It's, it's always so standard. fucking misty. Yeah, like, it's quite yeah. Probably not in the later games, but earlier games. No, I don't know. There it's are always some, like some misty bits. Yeah, it's like oh, there's monsters in the mist, or the mist has descended, <laughs> or you've got to go into the mist. And I'm like, fancy for that had a mist dragon as well. Or something yeah, like yeah. I mean, yeah. it's obviously easy for me to sort of bring that up because I've been playing Final Fantasy IV, but like most sort of like again Final Fantasy Nine and sort of that mist and like that the mist has cleared, and I'm like fucking hell, like is it so much mist that is in? It's just like. <laughs> Like, like elemental problems. Yeah. <laughs> Meteorology out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like on um oh, Dark Place. It's like Scotch Mist. It's just like, oh my god. Um struggle they struggle to kill off their main characters. I don't know if that's something you've kind of got as it, but like um I'm not saying they should be doing that all the time, but certainly th- there's always like, oh that character's fallen down a well, slash, you know, into hell or, you know, fallen off a ship and just fallen to their death. And it's like, oh no, but they're back later. Like they were absolutely fine. That is in all, you know, like yeah, there is a lot of falling, yeah, there isn't is there? A lot of that falling is a big thing, I think. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, mm. I'm trying to think like, you know, like again, Final Fantasy Nine, Final Fantasy Seven, I think, you know, even though there is a, a big death in Final Fantasy Seven that everyone talks about, like the you know what? The, the actual <laughs> whatever you know like if you come into this now and you're like oh what no Eric ah! like you know then go away you run spoilers for the late nineties <laughs> <laughs> got plenty of them uh, Mr Blobby whew, you know what happened to him anyway he could uh, be a boss yeah <laughs> he's terrified he's fucking terrifying yeah, yeah the yeah. agony yeah. flan. <laughs> <laughs> is that no lemons? <laughs> oh, God. oh dear. Um, monsters, though, like familiar types of monsters, like flans yeah, crop up and yeah. like things that were called Marlboros, and in the later games they've had to rename them, presumably because of some kind of tobacco company. <laughs> Suddenly being like, oh, these guys are huge, and we're the bad guys. Um, and my last one yeah. was just generally level grinding, like as yeah, in which, like, yeah, yeah. which, which isn't just Final Fantasy, um, but. JRPGs or RPGs or anything you have to do level grinding in um, but yeah just I, I mean this isn't a trope per se it's just that I'm fundamentally against it as a, a mechanism in gaming which is oh, probably not yeah. good for the podcast but like, it's, in, it's just like I don't understand like it just it feels like you pay for a game and you want to be able to access the story all the way through at some point which is completely fine but yeah. like to have to grind to a level 70, level 80 or whatever, like, mm-hmm. as in when actually you're probably naturally at, like, level 55. It's just like, well, that's so annoying to me. Like, as mm-hmm. in, why are you being such dicks about it? Just like, you know, <laughs> let us get to the end and at least see an ending. Like, as in, you know, it, maybe you could be like, oh, you know, you'll see another ending if you're 20 levels better or something. It's just like, I feel like there's just not enough options with level grinding. So oh, that's, that's my grind with level grind. <laughs> uh, and that's me. I'm out. I'm out of tropes. Like, as okay. in, so... I agree with that one. Um, the the later couple of games I've played don't really have that as, as bad because I think it's kind of updated expectations a bit. But yeah. there are, I played 10 and 12 and both of those, I triumphantly got to the boss fight, had my ass absolutely handed to me. Mm. I had to really go back through an awful lot to try and get the skills I needed. Mm. Um, 
okay so else on my list i've got um yeah parties so like you often have you know you play as one character maybe but you would have a party in earlier games you'd often be able to switch them in and out and they might have either like a formal job system or like a specialism of some kind mm -hmm. so if you need a black mage you bring in this dude if you need a ninja you get this guy in that sort of thing um you have some kind of magic system um and often you'd get like a summons or an esper they sometimes change the name but basically it's normally like the win button like <laughs> you get to summon this like mega beast and they're all really cool things like odin or like yeah. ifrit and fire demon or like shiva goddess of ice and they just like pummel your enemies in some kind of awesome animation you're like i am king of everything and the next monster kills you dead yeah because yeah, you, you haven't done enough level grinding yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i was gonna say yeah until your enemy then uses theirs you're like oh no <laughs> it's not fair you, can, you can't be using your summons yeah. <laughs> what is yeah. this shield shield protect protect <laughs> Um, and I've also got, and these are just because like they're relevant to what I want to talk about, so I want to make sure I get them all in so I can complain about them later. Cool, that's fine. Um, <laughs> Shock of A's, we talked about briefly, they're the big yellow birds that you run around in the overworld and they're mm -hmm. adorable. Moogles are little fuzzy white things. Yeah, yeah I've got a Moogle t-shirt. fucking love Moogles. <laughs> Um, fucking love moogles. Oh, I would live with it like you know they got cat ladies. I'd be like, oh <laughs> moogles. Like, is it like just cuddle me? A moogle cafe. Like somewhere in Japan that's a thing, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Almost certainly. Um crystals, crystals, you miss crystals. Yeah. It's such a big thing. There's always a crystal. Like that's kind of one of the three threads, and sometimes they're like trinkety things that give you magic and sometimes they're the source of your problem and sometimes they're the solution to your problem and sometimes they're just sort of there as window dressing but there's always some is that still crystals is that still the case in the later games oh my goodness very much so oh, right. okay, that's <laughs> okay. I, I thought maybe they'd gone away from it i mean i yeah. haven't played final fantasy past nine so you know i got to like double digits and i was like there's too many numbers to you know get into my brain too here. Intense. i'm like yeah exactly yeah. I'm, like, I'm good even though i know that like there are better ones out there but um, yeah, I kind of just stopped, I think. So, stayed old school with my Final Fantasies. But yeah, I, I didn't know if that was just like an old, ye olde crystal world I was living in. <laughs> no, no, no. That sounds like a drug still thing. Very, very up and hip crystals and, and pixels. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> really big swords you missed out earlier. Yep. Can't believe you missed that really big sword. Like yeah. swords that are so big that like there's no swords. way that the characters be able to sit down or tie their shoelaces without so... suffering something terrible. And yeah. yet there are cutscenes where they do. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, so fucking badass though. That is oh, I, I, cool. I love it. Like you know, an, a couple of extra inches of sword. Good, <laughs> good by me. I'm, I'm quite happy. Like, is that the quote where we'll get you on t-shirts? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, with the, with the Moogle. <laughs> um, and then finally, I won't bang on about these, but um, incomprehensible or complex plots, not necessarily in a bad way, but just you get to the end, or I get to the end of the game, and I'm like, I'm not 100% sh I was swept along, and there was like, you know, some kind of crisis of nations or like threat to the world, and I fixed it, but I couldn't tell you how. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then the other one is banging music. Yeah. Well, right, okay, yeah. Well, that might be some of the later ones. I yeah, is that Presumably like... Presumably not so much in your early pixely pixely ones. Yeah. But seven onwards, bangers. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, I did used to have, like, the battle music for seven as my, like, ringtone. And I would let my <laughs> phone ring for ages because I was just like... I was like, what's that? It's like... 
Basically tallies with everything that I uh, would have suggested. Nothing springing to mind. I managed to sneak in the mention of belts. That was about mm-hmm. all I had. Yeah. <laughs> so, Final Fantasy main chain, main line, main, you know, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Through <laughs> through threat. Choo choo. Uh, of, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> of games. So how many are there? 16? 16 to date. Cool. Now, do depending you... on how you count it, because Final Fantasy VII's doing that remake that's turned okay. into three, and yeah, you've got different editions of fifteen as well with the DLC or not, and or like yeah, and a thirteen and ten because you've got ten and ten two, and I think you have three thirteens. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, um, something like lightning returns. The original or numbered ones, yeah, sixteen. Right. Okay. Cool. And before we get into the ones that we've done this time round, are there any games that we are not reviewing or looking at that you would say are your favourites so you just want to get a bit of a five, ten minute chatting about that you sort of say, oh, you know, like, I haven't played that for ages, but I loved it at the time. I'm going to have some more Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I've actually Trojan Horse mine in. Yeah. Okay, um, well, that's fine. But, You've done well as well. But mm. I did want to give a shout out to... Um, Shout in case they're listening. <laughs> um, the Final Fantasists. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm open for voice acting gigs in the next one. I could wear a number of belts. Yeah. Regional <laughs> accent. Um, yeah, regional accent. Um, we had this crazy lady turn with seven belts on. <laughs> <laughs> and she was an instant hire. <laughs> she would not leave. <laughs> no, no. So, um, yeah, ones that I've enjoyed a lot are... Um, Seven, I've not played the original Seven. My attention oh. span was too poor because I had I wasn't playing it at the time. So mm-hmm. I tried to do it recently and just the polygons and the slog and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But the remake, mm. so good. I'm so excited for the new one that's coming out soon. Cool. I might book a day off work. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Get on it, guys. And, that, um, 12, that's proper gaming. 12 mm. is surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. Um, is 12, that the one that you read the recap of the plot I was trying to refresh to my memory of the plot. Twelve is like. Couldn't say half the words. <laughs> so yeah, at one point everyone's banging on about deified nethersite. Sure. Uh, yeah. Which They're is basically some god crystal that means you're important, but um, it is. Oh. It's a. It's a really <laughs> complex plot. Everyone talks like they're in a Shakespeare amdram, and like still something pulled me through it because the characters were outlandish and the music was really sweeping and great mm. and the scenes were just like really cool places you went to like a deserty bit and like a weird place with loads of i'm gonna say this and you're gonna have the wrong image but bunny ladies great yeah. um 
I've been feeling male bunnies, so I had a lot of questions that weren't answered. Mm. But um, <laughs> and there's a sky ship and a cool pirate and like a princess with a battle axe trying to reclaim her throne. And do you know what? Great, loved it. All the tropes of all the other fans. <laughs> yeah. like, I love hearing it. One, yeah. I'm like, I'm hearing eight, nine, yeah. six. <laughs> archetypal. <laughs> like, Final like, fantasy. Exactly. Uh, lots of boxes ticked. Yeah. So. Rich, you turned away from that question. Are you just, are you like, I decline? Well, no, I'm, I'm reviewing my <laughs> All favorite. right, okay. That's fine, then. That's okay. So, cool. yeah. Tip. So, that, um, I mean, for me, so, I am reviewing for the 3D remake for the DS, but of favourites. Uh, mentioned them already a couple of times. So, 7 and 9, absolutely loved both of those on PlayStation 1. Um, and... I did play them at the time of release, uh, and I very much needed a walk through. That's the kind of sort of like RPG game that I am, but I still absolutely loved them. Apart from all the grind that is in that, just mm. as I've already alluded to before. But even then, I still wanted to get all the way to the end of those games because I wanted to know what happened to the main characters because yeah. they meant a lot to me. <laughs> so, um, you know, but we're not going to go into detail about uh, those games too much or anything. They'll probably come, you know, in conversation towards the end of what we're doing. But um, yeah, who wants to go first for their review? Rich is issue for the port. <laughs> My word. Uh, all right. So, right, Fiona, I'm gonna elect you being the Final Fantasist of the room. Um, <laughs> so you know, is that an official job title? Yes, it is now. Well, it will be once you get tired. Um, <laughs> so, uh, do you want to tell us which uh, main line game that you are looking at and what you thought of it? Sure, I do. Um, I went super modern. I um, accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> reviewing Final Fantasy 16. It's accidental because, long story short, I've been waiting to get a PlayStation 5. Mm. And I knew, I, I knew I'd have to... This is going to sound terrible. What have I become? I knew I'd have to get one to be able to play the Final Fantasy 7 next instalment, right? Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in my head it was going to happen. And I saw it in a sale just before Christmas mm. um, with Final Fantasy 16 bundled in. And I got it. And I wasn't going to buy 16 by itself because I'd already decided I would be disappointed by it. Okay. Um, based on the trailers. Yeah. Um, I'll talk you through it. So, um, yeah, Final Fantasy 16. Um, in fact, let's start with a quiz. No, um, no. What are some don't great, do that. great classic? <laughs> no, no, come on, you can do this. Um, if, you, you know, if you can't, you haven't done your homework. So, try harder. Uh, yeah, I um, definitely haven't. <laughs> <laughs> so, come on, like some classic Final Fantasy hero names. Hit me. What is in like just yeah, that like, we know the, the of? Clouds, yes. Wall, yeah, Terra, Zidane, Block, Zidane. Yeah, yeah, Tifa. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Other what Barrett. Um, Kane. I'm just thinking, yeah. yeah, Kane, yeah. Um. But cool names, right? Yeah. So Final Fantasy Sixteen's protagonist is Clive. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Clive. Um it doesn't get any better because his mates have names including Jill, Joshua, Gav. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm really not over. Sorry, and the lady, Gav's out there, but you know, called Karen and is a bit bitter and runs a shop. <laughs> it's not spelt with a K, but it's still pronounced Karen. So I'm slightly disappointed there isn't a Keith in there. If there I'm being honest, be, or if a Trevor. More with the D, like I mean, the there's, in, there's enough around the Keith yeah, area, yeah. isn't there? There was a Terence. Mm, 
was, yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Terry, okay. I suppose. I, I, Terry. Like, I like Terrence's and Trevor's in the world. They usually seem to be nice people. So, you know, I'm all about that. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's fine. Yeah. So I haven't quite finished it, but I'm very close. So mm. I feel like I've got enough of a picture to review it well for you. But, um, yeah, the story is basically um, you meet Clive when he's younger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I a... It's like a, they're all sat around like a bowling green. Or <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Spiritually, never young. <laughs> um, yeah, he's training to be a uh, shield, which I think is another bit of a tropey thing, like the sort of protector of the chosen one. Um, he happens to be his younger brother Joshua, um, and in their world, um, it's a bit different how the the magic works. So. Um, instead of being able to summon these great creatures and press the wind button like you've been able to do in the rest of the franchise, um, they're called something different. They're called icons in this, and people can actually embody them. So people will be called what's a dominant, mm. um, and then they can transform into one of these creatures and wield their mighty powers. And basically, every country in this tiny land has somebody who has one of these mighty powers and there's a lot of battles and it's basically game of thrones it's it's game of thrones but with crystals okay um it's all very broody it's all very dark <laughs> there's a big tragedy at the start that clive then has to deal with manfully and so for the rest of it when you meet him as like a grown-up and play the rest of the game he sort of talks like this <laughs> all the time is it clive yeah. owen it is a great voice <laughs> <laughs> if he's sad if he's happy if he's confused it's all like i don't know how he was doing it he's won awards for this <laughs> he has he has won Should awards check that out. um and i just i just felt so distant from it so could i have a pie and chips please yeah so no whole... not that sauce the other one <laughs> clive would get pie and chips <laughs> and basically the crystals in this are like you know there's ones in each of the corners of the land and um they realize that they need to get rid of them for magic reasons um, to help the world be a better place and so they go about trying to kill all the crystals on the way Clive realizes he can get more magical powers and he gets a few more allies along the way and then yeah it kind of all kind of stutters to a halt oh. a couple of times so it could be quite a good story but the pacing is terrible there's one point where so again like a lot of Final Fantasy I've played have that kind of classic video game moment of like have you done everything you wanted to? Mm. And they will often do like a big seismic change in the world order, won't they? Like, you know, something terrible happens and suddenly everything's dark and somber or suddenly somebody's dead forever or whatever it is. And something like that happens in this. No spoilers. Um, but then it's just like walking through treacle to pick it back up again. And then just I thought things were getting back on track. I've done some big boss fights and made some progress in the main storyline. Then I had to spend like a good 45 minutes of my life, my actual life that I get one off, <laughs> going around, <laughs> going around and like cobbling together the pissing parts for a ship. Mm. But like in three separate fetch quests, one after the other. So Whoa. it was just like, it didn't really mask the fetch questiness of it. And then I didn't get to ride the ship for ages. And when I did, I didn't have to do anything on it. It was just a different <laughs> scene. It was just the worst on. ship I've ever had. boat. <laughs> <laughs> It just wasn't great. Um, so, I mean, gameplay-wise, um, the battle looks great. Everything looks lovely because it's a PlayStation Five game. Um, really, like, detailed, pretty. Um, the battle is like one of those cool things that they've done it very differently. It's not anymore that sort of old-school Final Fantasy thing where you select an action 
and it happens and you're almost you're not doing it in real time you're kind of queuing it up mm. this is in real time mm. um you only control clive <laughs> clive <laughs> <laughs> um you don't control any of his friends you don't get to choose the party members either they just swap in and out for story beats Oh, which is quite annoying. Yeah, that's, um, that's I didn't feel they were to. present. <laughs> yeah. I didn't feel they were present at all because they're there. So sometimes, so Jill, for example, she slings around some ice magic. And every so often I'd see like an ice crystal pop somewhere. But then I'd be like, where are you? Like, are you helping? <laughs> are you making my life any easier? Jill? She's Why just walked out somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. This token yeah. effort from something. It's like being at work. <laughs> And I was, um, I was playing this game thinking of Final Fantasy XV, which is my favourite, which you'll hear me bang on about a lot. But that one, you also didn't have a wide range of characters. You had four. Mm. And the whole point was they were very close knit. They were sort of like um, best bros. It's like a road trip, um, isn't it? It's basically like basically. a road trip. And, um, but in the fights, they were very focused on teamwork. So you'd still just play as one of them. Mm. Um, but all the characters you could do, if you got your shots in from the blind side... You could do link-ups with some of them where you would physically throw each other around the battlefield to do oh, really cool, cool gymnastics and stab things better. Or like if you <laughs> if you fell over, one of them would like, it wouldn't just be they'd throw some healing potion at you. They'd come over and help you up and slap you on the back and be mm. like, do better next time. Um, <laughs> but like it felt like very they were... Very <laughs> yeah. They were very like yeah, bro-ish. Yeah. But um, it felt like they were there with you and doing something, whereas I didn't notice whether Jill was or wasn't there or whether Joshua was or wasn't there. And it just... You know, why bother? From, um, what I've, well, from what I've seen of you playing it as well, like and how it looks, and with all the particle effects and mm. the the magic going on, like it's just very easy to like literally lose them on the yeah. screen. Like it's not even a case of them not really contributing to battles. Like I find it really like easy to keep up with what Clive's doing, but really difficult to see what like anybody else is doing. Yeah, yeah. So I don't feel like I don't feel like they're a proper party. Mm. The other ones, I missed being able to switch in people and go oh i've got a white mage for this they can yeah. just heal me up while i go stabby stabby mm -hmm. or whatever it is um so how do you control. how do you kind of control so they just rock up they do what they like they just fuck off again they're like really bad contractors you're not sure if they're coming yeah. when they say they are <laughs> At no point... no no really good contractors <laughs> or average contractors at one point one of them was like Clive, you're my brother, I, I go where you go. And then within 10 fucking minutes of us walking through this field to get to our destination, he's like, I have to go do this thing over there. <laughs> I'm not going where you're going. Right. Did they um, change my mind? Did they not get in, like, one of the people that used to work on, like, Devil May Cry or something to do the combat? He says, looking at the room vaguely. Like, and I'm looking back at you vaguely. But that's how it plays, <laughs> yeah. from, from what I've seen. Like, for you, you control Clive like he's Dante yeah. in Devil May Cry or something like that. Oh, I do you like Devil May Cry? You do look awesome. <laughs> so I just stabbed down a combination of basically two buttons, maybe a dodge if I'm feeling fancy, and I leap in the air, I do somersaults, I hack and I slash. At one point I can, you know, get a power where I sort of roar, spread some dragon wings, and then like care bear light the enemy to death. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is excellent. And it looks really that cool. Sounds it. <laughs> it makes me feel like I'm a great fighter, and mm. it is exactly what I want from a fantasy fight. But it's just not what I'm here for it's in not a, Final a Final Fantasy, Fantasy. game. Yeah. It feels more Dark Soulsy. Having never played mm. it, but I've seen it, it's a bit more yeah. dodge, dodge, hack, hack, dodge, dodge, hack There's again. Nothing, nothing Care Bear-y about Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're selling Dark Souls <laughs> short, if I'm being honest. Some DLC you should put in there, a little word for. Hug! Um, Crush. <laughs> they mod Dark Souls? Is yeah, that I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I assume someone, you know, is very... Uh, 
sad somewhere doing that and just like, you know. <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine is already in it. <laughs> a very dark soul. Yeah. Um, so it's not it's not great. And the, um, the other cool thing you can do in combat is because you can become these icons, um, Clive's one is Ifrit, which is like a big fire beastie thing, mm. um, which you would think would be great. And initially... It really is. The first couple of times you do it, you're like, yes, the power rush. I've been through all these the Final Fantasies where these things were like the wind button mm -hmm. and it was like cower mere mortals because I'm just going to, you know, 9,999 damage you all. Um, but once you've done it a couple of times, it's yeah, a couple of dodges and they're mostly quick time events. Okay. It's 2023 and we're doing mash square to do a dramatic, you know, clash of blades and push back and... Mm you know, get this dodge button within the time limit to do a cinematic dodge? Evasion? Evasion. Cinematic evasion. Evasion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it looks lovely, but it's always slightly too long, and they really wanted it to be a film. Mm. Yeah, I felt like there were times where, between that and the cutscenes, there were times where sometimes I'd just be sort of putting my controller down for a good ten minutes. Um, and it just seemed a bit... This Don't mind me. I'm I'm just looking up what the general reviews are for Final Fantasy XVI. Well, interestingly, yeah, I think they were kind of okay. I which, think it depends what you're looking for from your game. Uh, which, yeah, because it, it just, I mean, you're not selling it to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to like it more, but I just, I mean, the gameplay mark. Don't look at Google. I'm just like, <laughs> Google reviews where everyone leaves the best gaming reviews. So some people really love it. And Let's some go to the website that it. shall not be named because I can never say it correctly. Yeah. Uh yeah yeah generally favourable on Metacritic. Is, I can see how it is a good game functionally. I just don't think it's a good Final Fantasy game. I don't think it had much heart. So mm. the Game of Thrones setting—it's all very medieval, Europe-ish. Everyone's bloody miserable the whole time. Like the colours are a bit miserable. Mm. Um, yeah, it's twenty twenty-three Europe's also <laughs> quite similar. Yeah. Um, but everyone is so miserable, and I get that the story isn't a bundle of roses, but none, none of the other Final Fantasies are too. There are often something terrible has happened, and it gets worse and worse and worse. But, yeah. but people still time to have time to have fun, yeah. or the side quests are fun or light. And, you know, like in Final Fantasy fifteen, for example, you can go chocobo racing. You can be like, I am trying to reclaim my kingdom and save the world from eternal darkness. But I haven't beaten my friend Gladio on Chocobo racing <laughs> yeah. yet, so I'll do that first. And it's great, and you, the characters enjoy it too. Whereas this, it just everyone's so miserable. I think that's quite realistic, though, in a way that um... I'm not here for realism. No, like, no, no, I, oh no, day, sorry. I meant realistic in so much that in Final Fantasy 15, that actually people try and find other sporting pursuits to distract themselves from impending doom yeah. like this yeah. podcast is ours um, you, know, it's just like, you know so it is annoying when it's just all glum and it's like oh this is kind of like dark and realistic it's like yeah. no not really like people like you know if I was going to go on a quest I'd be pissing about like you know like, I'd know I'd need to do it but I'd probably just you know have a little muck about on the way there'd be some levity <laughs> wouldn't there yeah. like little moments um, like it doesn't even have to be anything too too major or anything like that it's just these odd little asides little, or something little whoopee cushion here you know yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. well like even a sense that they enjoy anything you know like Final Fantasy Twelve, like it's not the most sort of laugh along game but it you know when they're on the skyship you get the sense that a couple of the characters really enjoy the life and you know yeah. there's that kind of swagger and verve and these guys are all just like 
traipsing along and they're all so noble with their fates and <laughs> it's just like, I don't care Clive just get it done where's that voice in the hideout eh? you don't care you Clive and your review <laughs> will it kill you to smile Clive <laughs> um, yeah and I've, I've got a few other things written down here that annoyed me but were smaller things so um, there was a point where one character that I did really like got killed off far too early and I've just written R.I.P. their name R.I.P. Charisma like there was one character who had any swagger and any flair there is no flair in this game I come to Final Fantasy for like madness and flair I want all the belts I want gravity defying mm. hair that would not survive a candle being very close <laughs> to it like I want you like know chocobo racing and I want people with unpronounceable names and I want you know some kind of fun and camp and this just has nothing mm. um I also there's no chemistry between him and Jill, his love interest, at all. <laughs> it is, at what, it all, is at like all. watching someone smash pieces of wood together. <laughs> My goodness! Okay, through all this life and death, and then they're always just like, "Are you okay?" Yes. Good. <laughs> but, so, is there something to that though? I mean, I'm going to come onto that one of those kind of points a little uh, jokingly in in my review, but at the same time, like, is it? I mean, what is the rating of, of the game? Is well, it meant to be played by... Well, this one's by... an 18. Okay, yeah. So therefore, there probably should be a bit more Oh no, they get naked on oh. a horrible stony beach. But even that is chemistryless. <laughs> chemistryless. <laughs> it's really grim. Um, it's 2023. Like, I just... I have written down here, like, not many Final Fantasy games nail this, which mm. is kind of fine. It's not really what they're here for. They're more like action games. And the romance is there is a bit of a plot hook. Yeah. It's not the focus. But, like, it's 2023. If we can't get a vaguely... I don't want to, like, see him literally doing it on the beach, but I do want to, like, have a sense that they might. Mm. I, like a that, plausible when relationship. When that camera yeah. cut away, mm. although they had kissed once, I just assumed they were going to lay down next to each other, put his sword between them like some kind of medieval chastity device, <laughs> and just bow down. <laughs> That's fine. Um, There's your realism. Right there. <laughs> I don't know more. I guess more. it's <laughs> Sorry, Jill, I've killed too many monsters. <laughs> My <laughs> arms are really tired. <laughs> I killed the size of this sword. Uh, and this one. Too many... Oh, no. Too many flans haunting my dreams. <laughs> oh, no. I imagine some sort of like weird like condom advert like in that, in that dystopian sort of future where it's just like that's Have you like got protection. That's yes. the noise so that like, they play on the advert. Like it's, in, it's fine. Uh, so I'm nearly done. I promise. Complaining, but um, <laughs> there's one thing that I wrote in caps because I was so annoyed. Uh-huh. And this is a gameplay mechanic. So um, it is. Why can I stuff my tight leather pockets full of bloody hides and scales? But I can't have more than three high potions at one time. What? <laughs> yes, exactly. So, like, you know the sort of trope of, like, games go on a two ways a lot of the time, don't they? They're either like, yeah, shove it all in your pockets, mate. It, it. It's like the fucking TARDIS in yeah. there. Just cram it in. Don't it's worry. all good. Yep. Or it's a video like, game. <laughs> you have precisely six things and you must choose. Mm-hmm. And whichever one you choose is the wrong answer yeah. later on in the game. This one, every fucking other thing in the game, I have stuff. For this crafting system that I never use because it's pointless. Mm. Like, stuff coming out my ears in this very tight leather outfit. There's a whole quest about getting a slightly bigger potion bag, which it doesn't let you do till far too late in the game. And 
the whole thing just undermines the gameplay and the combat as well because what it does is if you die in a boss fight it goes will we spawn you halfway through or like where you sort of chipped the kind of yeah. gauge down to if you reach certain thresholds mm-hmm. it'll go back to there with all of the potions you could have had anyway right so okay. i kept on doing these long and arduous crawls up through these dungeons stab all the minor things one mini boss roll my eyes oh my god there's another mini boss well i'm out of potions because obviously i am here's the main boss oh i'm dead oh i'm back alive with all my potions i mean all three of them but i'm still back alive yeah um ah, just rubbish it's just pointless be consistent with your fantasy Um, side quests said (laughs) mum side quests Um, so the side quests are really they really annoyed me and again a lot of the internet disagreed with me on this Um, some people said the side quests were great and the best part of it which is never a thing you should say about a game I don't think Um, I completely agree (laughs) yeah I didn't want to do them I mean like I know I know side quests are always in any kind of game a variation on a theme of go here and get this thing, go here and kill this thing, go here and talk to this person, or sometimes all three. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard to disguise them in a good way. But I was comparing it in my mind again with Final Fantasy XV because basically I was just like, I'd rather be playing that. And the difference is in this one, I didn't want to do any of the side quests because I didn't care. I didn't mm. like any of the characters enough. I didn't hate them. And that's the other thing. I didn't have any feelings oh, towards any of them. They were blanks. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> the I kept walking past scene. these people in my like hideout of outlaws, and I was like, "I see you've got a green marker, but I'm not engaging." <laughs> so I only did the ones that you had to do to get better equipment, which took me through four different quests about how sad the blacksmith was. Woof. <laughs> 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 um, and yeah, they're always sad blacksmiths, aren't they? Uh, they're well, never happy. Everyone in pain. Poor conditions. Yeah, so just a thought. Wife's dead. You know. Oh well. <laughs> I can just crack on. They said before, Clive, just crack on. Make you know, make the metal. Shut up. Yeah, it just just occurred to me. If you are you know leading this band of people and you're you're marching through the hideout and they all have their problems and you're just having to focus on what you're doing and getting equipped so that you can you know go and save the world and all that kind of stuff. Is there not thematically? An element of this is what real leadership would be like. Yeah. You know, is it is it trying to prove a point, or am I giving it far too much no, credit? No, I think that's what Clive thinks. And like, there was some attempt at levity where often he'd be like, "I guess I'll go do that next time I'm there." Then, and like, you, you could tell it was trying <laughs> oh, yeah. to make a bit of a wry joke, but that could have been. It nearer. didn't land. Yeah. And I'm like, you've got guys for this, Clive. Um, oh, he's got Gav. It's got that's Gav. What Gav's for. <laughs> Gav. <laughs> um, yeah, and I just I was thinking like Final Fantasy 15 also had some on paper terrible side quests so one that i really enjoyed you've got like um so uh you're like the crown prince of this kingdom one of your mates uh gladio is like your sort of burly like strong shield and defender um and um for reasons that are never very clear he asks you specifically to get up early with him one morning and go and pick a bunch of flowers because his younger sister has a crush on you that he doesn't want to encourage, but you're going to pick the flowers anyway to make her happy. And like, I was willing mm. to engage with this <laughs> because by that point, I liked all the characters enough to be like, this is going to be fucking hilarious because, like, <laughs> you know, grumpy old Gladio is like, I want my sister to be happy, but not with you, but also not unhappy. So pick the flowers, you bastard. Um, that's not his voice. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was. It is now in my head. It might as well be. Um, but because I liked all the characters enough, that was a great side quest. And that's how you mask the 
fetch this, collect these things, go kill this, mm -hmm. talk to that person. But I didn't have that for any single character in 16. And I spent like, what, 40, 50 hours with it so far. Yeah. It must be nearly at the end and it's wow. just not there. So to summarise, because I'm boring myself now. Um, <laughs> oh no, one more thing. <laughs> no, no, this is a good thing though. Um, I checked and I think it's right. Um, Final Fantasy 16 has the first official canonically gay couple in Final Fantasy. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, despite the homoerotic undertones of 15. I mean, it's pretty consistent. <laughs> well, they all sleep in a very <laughs> small tent. I mean, and it's the one tent as well, isn't it? <laughs> it's the one tent, yeah. <laughs> There's four of it. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. They're constantly yeah. telling you to take bits of clothing off for too hot and all That's that sort true. of thing. That's yeah. um, but, but, yeah, no, <laughs> true. You look um, wistful there. <laughs> no, it was actual, a good game. <laughs> an actual gay couple. Like, it was nicely introduced. It's not like a big deal. Like mm. they're just there, and yeah. the guy, one of the guys, is like a proper badass with his fighting skills and stuff. It's just nice, nice mm. to see. So you know, well done for that. But my summary is: it's pretty visually, but it's got zero flair. Mm. And I probably would stand by my decision to not have bought it unless it was bundled in with the PlayStation. <laughs> but anyway, I just need more camp in the Final Fantasy, and it didn't deliver. Mm. Fair enough. Arbitrary score out of ten. Five. Five. <laughs> Oh, it's fine. That was a long five. I'm not going to miss it. I'm not going to remember it much. Um, yeah. Well, you've you immortalized it now. On <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just want to let you know that we're round out the exact same time that you spent on that side quest for the parts on your ship oh. at the podcast right now in three, two, one, 45 minutes. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so, <laughs> which I'm quite happy about. Um, yeah. I, I mean... It doesn't make me want to play any modern Final Fantasies at all. <laughs> oh, wait, I'll tell you about 15 later. Okay, right. I'm, I'm, you know, I hope that you did say that was your favourite. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy about that then. So I'm glad that you've got something to hold on to. <laughs> Richard. Oh, is it young, me? Young man. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, it can be but, me. You know, I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I feel like I want to be brought back to... You know, ye olde times, but not all the way back to my ye olde times. Medium times. Medium times. <laughs> For some reason, my two-year-old Rowan... Take it back to the 90s. Yeah, my my two-year-old has just started, out of nowhere, just started going, old times. <laughs> That's his sentence. Old times. And I'm like, I don't I don't know what you want or that is, or it's a thing. Like, as in, I'm just like, it's old times. I'm like... You're just driving me fucking insane. Does he worry that you're living in the past? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Like, are you the doctor? Like, I don't know. Like, it's, a, it's a weird thing that's going on. So wow. bring me back. Maybe he wants this review. This is old times. Maybe he's after your review. Old times. <laughs> uh, okay. Like park life. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about your Vorsprung Dirk technique, you know. Old, old times. times. Anybody else feel old thinking about yeah. park life? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gee, thanks, Fiona. Was that out? I guess, I'm right, what year would that have been out? Like 94, oh, 95, no, maybe? Mm -hmm. And that's like, and that is in line with when these games were out, the early Final Fantasy games, which is weird. Mm. So, yeah, cool. Go for it. So, um, <laughs> I am choking on South actually. <laughs> That was because bad... I thought Faz's story would take longer than that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> right, okay. Um, That's Rowan's so, fault. Uh, old times. <laughs> um, so, I did Final Fantasy VI, which, if you're in North America and you're playing it on the snares, was Final Fantasy III, mm -hmm. just to really confuse everybody. So, full disclosure, 
when we were doing the chat earlier on about Final Fantasy stuff and our favourites and stuff like that, I was conspicuously quiet for a reason. <laughs> I've never finished a mainline Final Fantasy game. Wow. Ever. Okay. I mean, um, that, that, that's a fair thing to say because they're quite extensively yeah. long. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I could count on one hand how many I'd played okay. up until relatively recently. Yeah. So it was only when I got my SNES Mini that I, I kind of really started playing Final Fantasy 6 slash 3. Mm. Um, I dabbled with 7. I think um, I'd witnessed a friend of mine trying to play through one of the dungeons on 12, I think. Was it 12 where you had a, like a load of things that you had to move around in one of the... Oh, it might have been 10, actually. It might have been all the way back on 10. Um, either way, it was the kind of thing that he was clearly mashing his head against a brick wall. I'm not sure he was having fun. No. Um, and I was just in the vicinity. I was like, this is... I've come all the way to the other side of Wokenham to sit watching you play this. Like, what? <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, I hadn't really dabbled much. And then, much more recently, I was like, well, yeah, I probably should try <laughs> and play a couple of them. Um, so, you know, I've, I've got seven. I've got copies of, um, like, nine and all that kind of stuff. Very, very quickly, six was the one I settled on yeah. as, like, as as the one that I'm going to connect with. And that's not necessarily because a load of people were recommending it like it would be a lie to say that that wasn't a bit of a steer in making me zero in on that but it was you know within a couple of minutes <laughs> of playing it i was like shit like this has me now yeah and i've i've got loads of copies of final fantasy 6 now on different platforms i've got the soundtrack and all this kind of stuff like i yeah swag it, it's got me <laughs> um but like it i think <clears throat> To go back to what Fiona was saying about the, the party in particular, the, the party in Six, they all feel like individual characters, but you you are on board with the fact that they have been thrown together in this situation. Like I think for for the age of the game, the year it came out, and, and how economical it has to be with the, the language it uses and things like that, it's, it does a really good job at making you feel like these people have all been drawn or thrown together Mm-hmm. and are working towards a common goal you know they they have their disagreements but they ultimately are are there for each other on some level and all that kind of stuff and it's it's really effective and not only that but like the pixel art as well is genuinely possibly some of my favorite ever in anything mm-hmm. and like how expressive they can make those little characters yeah um for for not really doing much with them you know like sometimes they'll turn to the camera and fucking gurn at the camera and stuff like that on like a 16-bit game and like you add in the sort of scale of some of the set pieces or like the fact that it opens with this cutscene of them these like hulking suits of armor trudging through the snow and stuff like that on a fucking 16-bit game like the audacity (laughs) to, to try and put something like that together and like have a story of that scale and that's even before you get into like the famous opera scene and um you know w- when you have this cataclysmic event and all that kind of stuff and it's just yeah the 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 will to try and make something of that size and scale mm-hmm. um just really impresses me yeah like it really does um it's helped by the fact that it is genuinely good fun to play um so it it's a pretty classical final fantasy battle system you know you've got your your timer bars and all that kind of stuff 
Um, you take your turns, you get punched in the face, you cast some magic, all that good stuff. Um, you've got the the specialisms and the the sort of jobs, if you like. Um, and they're not called jobs, but everybody's got a role to play that's very specific um, that you have to consider. You've got things like one of the characters will... Um, you have to use like fighting game inputs and stuff like that to get them to do um, special moves and things oh, like okay. that, which is which is pretty cool. This is the only game I'm aware of where you can suplex a train, <laughs> which, you know, points there. I'm aware of any. Apart from that Skyrim mod. Apart from that Skyrim mod, I guess, yeah. Um, but, like, there's all sorts of those little moments where it's just like, okay, I've fought through a ghost train. I am fighting the ghost train. I'm apparently running very, very backwards. Very, very backwards? <laughs> running very, very fast backwards to fight this train. And I can suplex it if I want. And yeah. and it's just those sorts of things, like like Fiona was saying earlier about like those little moments where it's just like you you look at it and you're like, this is fucking nuts, mm -hmm. um, or like um, the the big bad Kafka just being this like utterly deranged like Joker esque clown who is like completely <laughs> deranged, like terrifyingly so. Again, for a sixteen bit character. Yeah. Like genuinely unsettling. I've I've heard that he is like the best villain like ever yeah. in any video game. Pretty much, he, he'd be up like... there. He would be up there. And like he's, there are those, those that kind of Jokerish bent. But at the same time, there's just something around the juxtaposition of the kind of jaunty and disturbing music, and also like he's got this little kind of laugh, um, and some of the genuinely unsettling shit he does yeah um and and all that kind of stuff that just watches you sleep not quite put your hand in bowls <laughs> of warm may water. well do um <laughs> but like the game's very very good at using the tools at its disposal to portray all this right so like sometimes you'll have like a cutscene play out and you know the, the view will be exactly the same kind of top-down thing like normal but then it will suddenly switch to like the battle view and you're like oh shit i'm gonna have to do a fight but no, it's still the cutscene. It's just that they decided that you would get a better view of what was going on from the side. Yeah. And so that's the view they're using. And it's things like that that, like, it, it's it's a boring word, but economical was the one I kept coming back to for, mm. for how it tells its story. Um, it's the last pixel one, though, isn't it? Because after yeah, 60, get then it's seven, which is polygony, and then 8 is... Your full-on weird moment where we're trying those little cutscenes in horrible yeah. animation that can't match the actual. Yeah, and it, it's handy you mention that actually because I think on the PS One version they put in a load of those kinds of cutscenes. Yeah, oh, okay. um, like mainly at the start and like a couple of other big story moments. Mm. Um, but yeah, that that was where they they started to go. Oh, actually, we could try and put put some of this in. Um, it. It helps, but I think like when I was trying to come up with how I was going to score this, what I ended up coming to was the kind of, you know, I've said before now about when, when we've reviewed stuff and I've said that there's been a, a newer version of it that's kind of superseded it. Mm -hmm. I think with the PS1 version that I just mentioned, the Pixel Remaster, all that kind of stuff, like they all add in good stuff, be it cutscenes or the Pixel Remaster has 
you know, you can turn off encounters if you want, or you know, tweak the difficulty, or, or just walk through it a bit quicker. How do you grind? Um, <laughs> you, don't, you don't necessarily have to because they've got sliders, so you can set like the XP that you get for an encounter is much higher and uh, stuff like that. So it okay. gives you some good tools to like customize the experience if you I want. want that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a great idea, um, but all of those together still. As far as I'm concerned, having played the SNES one um, like like I have been alongside these ones, I don't think any of them add so much that they completely supersede right, okay. that original version, um, or at least that version. I'm, I'm only saying that because as soon as I said that out loud, I was like, did the PS1 version come out first? I'm pretty yeah. sure it didn't, yeah. but just in case. And there was um, Advance, wasn't there, as well? Like, yeah, the, yeah, so. no. Like, there's there's been a bunch of different versions of it, and they've all built on it, but not. I don't think any of them have ever replaced it. Yeah, you know. Um, so, like, you could go in, you could play the SNES version, and it it'll effectively still be the same experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that speaks to it. I think that is, you know, the the one of the greatest things about it is the fact that that original core experience is so good that it's still, you know, you could play any version yeah. <laughs> and it'll do the job. Um, so, yeah, like the, it is a bit grindy. Um, I would be lying if I said I'd finished it. I'm, I'm far into it. I'm not nearly as far as I hoped I would be um, because I had to go back and redo stuff. Yeah. Because I was playing on the SNES Mini, I did do a fair bit of saving away from where you would normally be able to save and I was still getting caught out. Mm. So it's it's a difficult game. Um, and I can imagine it would be quite frustrating if you, you know, weren't weren't careful with it. Um, but nonetheless, I, I I think they're ultimately kind of minor minor things. And like I say, if you go play the Pixel Remaster, it, it gets rid of a lot of the frustrations. Should you wish to, um, yeah. or you can make it harder um, and and all that kind How of stuff. How would you do that to yourself? Well, you know, it's it's an option. Kefka. Oh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I I. Really like it. I really like what it does, um, and I really like how it goes about it. Um, you know, there's a, a couple of like other little irritating things that, like, if you have a heal rod that basically literally heals people, but you have to use an attack command. If that character gets confused, or the end, the person that you are trying to heal on your party gets knocked out, mm. that attack then gets randomly assigned, but to an enemy. Uh, what? And, and things Fuck like that. That's so annoying. I I've think seen him get very annoyed. It, that was annoying. <laughs> But I think that's the kind of thing they would tweak and fix in later versions. So, like those are the kinds of differences where ultimately the the function of the thing itself on like nine times out of ten is not going to be different. But that one time out of ten that is going to yeah. wind you up is is a bit easier to manage nowadays. I don't know why I sounded so surprised there when I know fine well how many times I've healed an enemy by mistake and I've been like for fuck's sake! <laughs> like, but that's yeah. not even from like a random thing. It's just me pressing the button too many times to go across the screen. It's like oh you know have a thousand hit points. Go why not? You know this isn't the hardest boss I've ever had in my entire life. Um, so yeah, like um, part of me kind of doesn't want to finish it because I kind of want it to live forever in my head. Um, but I think for me, it, it's an easy eight out of ten, and then it could go up or down either way, depending on you know what version you play or your personal preferences or or what have you. Okay, cool. Uh, that is a good time to take a break, uh, mostly because we have to due to Spotify. But anyway, it's also a good time before we get into my paper thin review of Final <laughs> Fantasy IV. So check in a minute. <laughs> Yeah.
forgot something. I forgot something from my review. <laughs> I forgot the music. The music's great. Yeah. Final Fantasy VI music. Yep. We should put that into the interlude we've just had. Yeah. And that'll make it cool. Nice. I'm going to... Yeah, I'll do that. Nice. Okay, cool. I'm <laughs> glad we agreed that live. Uh, Fiona's already uh, apologised for her overindulgence of the first part, and I don't think you should because, if anything, overindulgence is synonymous with Final Fantasy games. It's true, <laughs> that's yeah. why 16 was so annoying. It had a lot of the stuff that makes Final Fantasy great. Okay, well. Why are we squaring this? <laughs> Localisation. <laughs> all the belts I've got um, a much better regional accent than any of those actors you have <laughs> <laughs> yeah it sounded like it before when, who was it Gordio was going hey up <laughs> with your flowers <laughs> no 16 has a load of like regional accents but um, they're from all over the, do you know that sort of American thing where they do something in medieval times and they got all the British actors but they don't get specific about locations mm. so then you get people from all over the shop and some of them genuinely are fine and quite good yeah. in this one or two, especially Bean. some of them are very. I was going to go Russell Crowe, like, <laughs> that famous Robin Hood bit where he goes to like three oh. different accents. You yeah, know? yeah. Old times. Old times. Old times. Uh, so, um, Final Fantasy IV, but it's the 3D remake for the Nintendo DS. Mm. Uh, and I didn't know this existed. But, yeah, when was that? Um, yeah, good question. Um, <laughs> old times. Two that. No, it is. It is old times. I was at. University when this came out, two thousand seven. So it is old times. Old times. Oh, old times. <laughs> old. That was like last year. It just it, it just <laughs> is. That is in you know. So, um, yeah, and that was to celebrate the twentieth anniversary of the first Final Fantasy seven. No, Final Fantasy seven. Why do you call it that? Final Fantasy. Um, so, I guess I think this was out in nineteen ninety three um, as its original entity and. Yeah, it, as Rich alluded to before, this was Final Fantasy 2 in North America. So it's weird that Final Fantasy 6 was Final Fantasy 3 in so North it, America. If it was an odd number Final Fantasy, it just didn't come they out in America. Is that it? Well, I don't understand. It was like, well, we're going to bring weird. out 4. Yeah, yeah, no. So this was Final Fantasy 2 for a long time. Then it became Final Fantasy 4 when they brought out the anthology for the PlayStation 1. Right. Uh, and then it became for remake on the Nintendo DS. So just a quick um, update, I guess, really, on the fact that I'm playing a Nintendo DS. Isn't <laughs> so I think that, you know, one of the podcasts before Christmas where we were talking about the Retro Gamer handheld series, uh, and I said that I'd got a DS and I got it from the charity shop for £20, um, mm. and it works absolutely fine. Um, it no one seems to have rubbed poo on it or anything, or oh, good. Uh, <laughs> or they rubbed it really well in. Yeah, or, or or they have, and it's done. It's made it, it helped it, the finish. It's aged really well. Like that, you know, it looks. It, it feels like there's absolutely nothing wrong with this console that is effectively now twenty years old. Old times. Yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, and so weirdly, on Amazon, um, there is. Uh, you can buy DS, I say inverted commas, car- that is, I guess cartridges, but effectively it's just a memory card. And right. you can buy ROMs on Amazon, which I didn't think was, it's like grey area we've spoken about before, where it's like, gray. I'm like, what, like a massive conglomerate selling ROMs? Like, I, didn't, I, was like, I was like, well, if Amazon is selling it, it's absolutely fine for me to buy it, obviously. <laughs> so I spent £18 to buy these DS games um, and I went for like one that had 200 games on it rather than you could see it was like for £20 you could get 400 games and you could see those people were like you know like 
this sounds like a real big generalisation, but it was almost like, you know, I'd say granddads and grandmas that were sort of like buying for their grandchildren going, oh. oh, you know, like, I've got really good value for money here. And I'm like, ah, but those games look shit, mate. Like, yeah. in, you know, like... You'll be playing puck, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Whereas I'm I'm going to go for the get 200 for 18 the premium pounds. option. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only 180 of those. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, there's plenty of Nintendogs on there. Um... <laughs> Nintendogs. <laughs> How many Animal Crossings are there? Like, it's just ridiculous. But, animal uh, Crossing. <laughs> but I kind of went for it because I also I knew on there there's of the DS era Pokemons, there's mm-hmm. these Final Fantasies, Final Fantasy 3 and Final Fantasy 4, the 3D remakes. Um, but there's plenty of games on there. There's a couple of Zeldas I've never played. And I feel like super happy that I've got 200 DS games for 40 quid with a, with a console. And it seems to work absolutely fine. Nice. So um, a recommendation from me, if you want to live in the grey area of getting something from a charity shop on Amazon, you know, you're kind of a bit like, ooh, should I be buying this? But I did, and I'm, it's made my life super happy. So, you know, like, as in, I'm, I won't regret it. Like, I don't think I'll... Be buried with DS like on my sword, like as in you know, like, as in, you know, or anything like that. But at the same time, yeah, it, it was definitely a, something that at the time you said I wouldn't recommend it necessarily. But the fact that you could play advanced games on there as well, because mm. it's an original DS. Um, I did have to buy a stylus and I did have to buy a charger, but that cost me like three or four quid for both of those oh, off right. eBay. So yeah. it was like, you know, yeah, I, I would, I would. Undo your unrecommendation and redo my recommendation and say, yeah, if you if you've never really played DS or that era, and I didn't, I had a PSP, obviously, um, you know, then and I was kind of a little bit jealous of all the games that I saw my friend at university playing through on the DS. Yeah. Uh, so this is all brand new experience for me. It's opened up a whole new world of gaming, which is great. So, and one of these games is Final Fantasy IV, the 3D remake. Um, it's Look, if considering it's out in two thousand seven, it looks like it was out in nineteen ninety seven. Like it, it's, it's as polygonic, if that's a word, as Final Fantasy seven was when that came out, which is a bit like you know, it's probably a bit better to be fair. It probably looks a bit more like Final Fantasy nine. So it's not pixels. No, no, oh, okay. no. So it's like a real remake, not just a sort of yeah, yeah, it over. yeah. So and that's that's cool because it was yeah. a bit like oh well, actually, you know, I feel like. I think I would prefer the pixel version, I think, especially after your review of Final Fantasy VI, Rich, mm. in terms of like you know what that 16-bit looked mm. like and what they were capable of. But I can understand why they've done it as well, because you know it's almost like you're introducing it to a, a new generation of people sort of 15, you know, 10, 15 years later. Um, and I, it didn't take um, anything away. Like, isn't that a kind of... It's just sort of apples and, you know, what are close to apples, but far away from oranges <laughs> other apples two different types of apples where you're kind of like oh these are both fine like is in <laughs> so you know if you like apples fucking brilliant uh yeah so i the reason i sort of said that this is going to be quite a paper thin review was almost because i feel like this game in a positive manner is quite paper thin for a final fantasy mm. um takes about 20 hours to complete which wow. I'm like oh I, I was like oh you've piqued my interest <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like oh a game I'm not going to sink loads and loads of time into I think my like I think I kind of got 
And again, I'm I'm like you, Rich. I I won't lie. I got to about sixteen hours, and I will complete it. I just you know, December was busy. You know, like people coming at me about all times, all times. You know, <laughs> fucking children. Um, so yeah, I, I am. I do intend to go back and complete it, but about seventy five percent of the way through. And I'm gonna be honest. I feel like I'm at a point where. I'm at a grind where I'm just like yeah. I'm gonna have to just get up some more levels to kind of get to the end game. And I'm when I, am I talking out two sides of my mouth there? Am I actually gonna go back and play this, or am I gonna Wikipedia the end? <laughs> I did that with Final Fantasy VIII, mm. and I had the same experience as you because I got a version that was the remaster, I think. Mm. And I was like, great, I can crack on through because it specifically had a function where everything levels with you so theoretically you don't have to grind yeah you just troll on through and you can run past encounters if you like so it's great story 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 and then i get to the end and there's this boss that does like 999 damage to my little party of like 200 hp and i'm like <laughs> well that's a lie wasn't it and i'm not i'm not going back and doing it again it wasn't that good and i looked at the ending and did a little video and I am none the fucking wiser. So yeah. I don't know whether that's a recommendation for you to do it or not do it, yeah. but it didn't help me at all either way. Well, that's fine. Like, I probably won't because I'm lazy. Like, as in, <laughs> but at the same time... Like, Someone will die. Something will change. Order will be restored. Crystals will either be destroyed or reimposed, whichever is the better option for this particular world. I, I feel like I don't even need to imposed. now look it up. Like, as in, yeah. I could just, yeah. Make up your own ending. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> what does it make your own adventures? Um, Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> Remastered. Um, yeah. So it is kind of paper thin. Like, so of all the Final Fantasies I've played, the story is the most basic, but in a good way. So mm. you are given a main protagonist called Cecil. So not that far away from Clive, actually. Okay. But he is wearing some serious dark armor drip that looks so uncomfortable like as in i don't understand he looks like it's just got so many points on it i don't know how he's getting around and it just feels like it, he's like he's got it's like he's got the spiky hair but he doesn't have hair which is just a really spiky helmet like mm. and i think it's kind of meant to look a bit demonic in so much that it's like you know he is a he is a dark knight that is his job um so speaking of the job system you were talking mm. about for final fantasy 6 there is no real job system in Final Fantasy IV necessarily. People are just given the, their role. Like you said, it was almost like, so you've got White Mage and you've got Black Mage and other things that I can't really, you know, there's a there's a monk as well. It's like, a, mm. and, and that will come in when I talk about the offshoot game that I'm going to talk about later on in part two of the podcast. However, we're doing that. Um, but yeah, so it's, but you don't have to worry about that too much, really. You you just worry about equipment. It almost like equipment drives everything. You know, all your all your MP, all your HP. You know, you, you just and as you work through the game, you can buy and pick up better equipment. And it's like, oh, this person now can do this much damage and stuff. I think that um, the reason that I feel like you always need a walkthrough for Final Fantasies, or me personally, is that I wouldn't necessarily know where in a dungeon that the equipment would be. Mm. The older ones, you're right, yeah. It's yeah. just almost like you've got to explore every single inch. Mm. The good thing about this one is that, and certainly I don't know what it's like um, in the actual original game, but on the DS, the screen is split, so you're playing the game on the top screen. On the bottom screen, when you're in a battle, that holds your battle menu, so that doesn't feel like it kind of overfaces you or anything. It actually feels like, oh, this, you know, like I feel like 
I'm really playing a strategy game where I'm like, oh, I've got my own little menu down here <laughs> and I can see what's going on up there, which is just like, you know, a, a generic bomb or a generic flan. Like, it's in, you know, like, just annoying you. Um, but then also, when you go into dungeons, um, you can 100% a map on a dungeon and you walk around a dungeon and the map reveals itself on the bottom screen as you do so. And if you 100% a dungeon, in terms of explore every single inch, it gives you um, a treat. Like, as in, so it'll be like, oh, you get three high potions, which would be a maximum for five. Um, you know, How will I carry these? Yeah. But then it's worth it sometimes. <laughs> it's worth it sometimes, because you get, like, sometimes you get three Phoenix Downs, and you're like, oh, actually, that's worth quite a bit of money to me. Like, I didn't have to yeah. buy them in the shop. Um, so the, there is incentive to explore every part of the dungeon, and also... Um, they're not too big either. Like they're not sprawling. Like as in, you know, you might have to go to two or three sub chambers that you wouldn't need to, um, just to get all the weapons and stuff that you kind of need for your party at the time. Um, your party comes and goes as well. So the main story, I'm gonna be honest. Like as in, it's it was really straightforward. So you're playing Cecil, this Dark Knight, who's the leader of a uh, an army um, for called the Red Wings. You are immediately cast asunder by your king who you know shock has decided he's gonna you know go crazy and like because he's being controlled by an, an ulterior force that is you know off the planet um and then you've got to go on a quest and basically so the um oppressive king and his army is going around stealing all his crystals oh wow who knew who saw Crink. that coming shit um start start the pod start restart the pod um and yeah so you do this quest and then people come and go um because of what this king is doing to the land you know so someone loses their family and has to join the quest to avenge them and vice versa there there's a lovely kind of dynamic going on between, um, <clears throat> I guess, Cecil and his best friend, Cain. Um, and Kane is being effectively held captive from a sort of, you know, a, a memory slash sort of mind control point of view. Um, so there's, there's, there's stuff there that is, you can sink your teeth into. It's complex enough, but it's also quite you know, floaty light, you know, it's, it's like, it, it, you know, you, you don't have to worry about too much. I'm not getting confused. Like it's in by yeah, the story, which yeah. is great. Um, so yeah, it, it kind of, and it goes along at a lick. Like I said, it, you know, 20 hours, like, you know, every cut scene feels like it's just to the point. It's like, Oh mm. shit's happened. Like, okay. We have to go here now. Um, and I do feel like though, when you get onto the overworld map that you get in all traditional Final Fantasies where you go from, you know, you, you kind of go from one town to another and things. Um, you do need a walkthrough sometimes to kind of like direct you in the right direction. Eventually yeah. you would find it, but you'd have to go through probably another 20 random encounters before you found the cave you meant to go into. Um, so I feel like it's easier just to kind of look up and say, oh, just go to the northeast corner, it's there. And it's like, all right, okay, thank you for that. Um but there's some lovely old Final Fantasy things in there that I kind of hadn't, because I haven't played a Final Fantasy in a long time, but, mm. you know, you go to an inn to rest. That's just nice. You know, it's just, it's just <laughs> nice to go and put your feet up in an inn, spend your 50 gil, and you're just like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just chilling out at an inn. That's great. Um, you know, you just, it, <laughs> again, speaking out of two sides of my mouth here, like, there's something about having random encounters with low level grunts and just killing them all with like one fell swoop and stuff like, <laughs> and when you can take your 
um, your black mage and just go, right, I'm going to cast thunder, but I can cast thunder to every single person across mm-hmm. there for the same MP. I didn't quite understand that. I always felt like a bit of a hack where it's like, oh, it's four MP to cast thunder on this one person or it's four MP to cast thunder on everybody. And you kind of like, but you do like 80 damage instead of like 60 damage. damage right? But yeah. when you're hitting such low level grunts to do your level grind, yeah. actually it's, it's enough. And yeah, it's like, so yeah. you just literally, the rest of your party, you just, you know, it's like Final Fantasy sixteen. Just fucking wherever, wherever you gone. It didn't really matter, actually. To be fair, it's fine. It's okay. Um, and also that the game's really fair. So the people that come and go to your party seem to be at the right level. They're always a little bit under what your main party characters are, but they come in and you kind of go, well, actually, within 30 minutes, I could probably level them up to where I need mm-hmm. them to be. Um, it's never like, oh, God, this person's coming at level two. And you're like, oh. <laughs> like, I don't want to play with you. Leave. Like, <laughs> Um, so yeah, it it does all the right things. Um, one weird thing um, that I did want to talk about, which is kind of like I alluded to before, in um, not that I want Final Fantasy games to be sexualized, but you know, like it's a it's a romantic idea. Um, but Cecil's main love interest, Rosa, comes to him early on in the game when he's alone in his tower and about to set off on a quest into the mist um, to <laughs> basically. Um, on what would be, you know, and everyone's like, oh, you might die. Like, you know, it's, it's, it might be the last time they ever see each other. And she just comes to him just to worry at him. There's no, like, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing there that says that it's just like, you know, like, oh, like, she's gonna, like, stay the night or even, like, give him a hug or a kiss or anything. You're like, this is weird. Yet immediately in the next town you go to, you go to one part of the town, and it's only a very small town. There's, like, there's an inn and there's an armourer. And, like, you go into this, like, little sort of back it's not even a room it's just all like in, in the, these ruins of this town and there was a character there and you obviously you talk to every single character to find out what's going on and it's a showgirl and she goes oh I'm going to do this cheeky dance for you and it's just like <laughs> she's just there doing this just like, in, like in a bra and knickers but nothing happens it's just so pointless I don't understand and I'm like why why is this here but the other thing wasn't like, is it just like that's not advanced the game, but that would have almost from a story point of view. I'm not saying that you know I had to see like polygon bumping, but like it's just it's like I didn't I didn't understand like is it, it just didn't make any sense to me. It was like they just feel so confused about what they're trying to do with Final Fantasy at all times. It's almost like I think the gamer wants this, but not this. It's like you're so wrong. You're so wrong with what it is. It doesn't make any sense, but. Um, I wonder if that like originally might have been down to um, some kind of bizarre like Nintendo censorship rule or something like yeah. that. You know, having someone cavorting mm. in a bar in their bra and knickers is fine, <laughs> but having <laughs> you know a meaningful lips. relationship, <laughs> yeah, no, no, uh, just oh, no God. sex, please. We're Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> just the insinuation of uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like... no suggestions of intimacy. <laughs> and I, again, I wouldn't mind, but they happens in the next town like so there's another yeah. one that does the exact same yeah, but dance it's the next postcode over so it doesn't count <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so yeah the only thing <laughs> it, um, weirdly enough you could still shave about five hours off this game like as in and probably not lose anything like as in you could get this a bit tighter like there's a point where you kind of you know oh we've we've chased them all around for all the crystals and they still seem to be getting the crystals in front of us and then it goes but there are more crystals under the ground. You're like, ah, uh, you know, and after sort of, you know, 
being a bit more of a savvy gamer, you just saw it coming a mile off. You're like, oh, yeah. for fuck's sake. <laughs> Your crystal princess is in another ground. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I probably would have completed the game by now if it wasn't for that little extra bit. And I didn't feel like I was gaining more from that. But it doesn't, you know, like I'm not going to hold it against it either because I'm like, he's still coming at a reasonable time of mm-hmm. playing through Final Fantasy. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I kind of had to really say about it, to be honest. That is in the the story, for what it is, like I said, it, it's quite straightforward. Is really good. Like, is in mm. you do feel like you you for this. I don't come for um, the strategy or the gameplay necessarily. Mm. Like, it feels like the most basic way of playing Final Fantasy in this one of all the Final Fantasies I've played, which is like four. Um, yeah, but. The story actually does a good job of keeping you sort of flowing over it, which mm. is good. Um, so, yeah. Can I ask a really boring question? Please do. Um, it, it's basically <laughs> administrative. Um, <laughs> so, on like Final <laughs> Fantasy <laughs> VI, <laughs> when I was playing the, the, the SNES version, one of the things that wound me up was menus. And mm. So, like, if you have like a list of items and you use one, say, two-thirds of the way down... Nothing else is going to bump up to take that space. It leaves it blank. Oh, yeah. And, like, similarly, if you equip, like, an Esper to start to learn the magic and, and pick up the spells, mm. like, it won't organize that spell list. That you'll, so you might have to scroll for it, like, through loads yeah. of blank space before you get to anything you can use. I know on the Pixel Remaster, or I think I know on the Pixel Remaster, um, they rejig that so you can reorganize it. Like, with this remake have, have they done anything with any of that yeah so on the negative side the menu it yeah. does still just blank it out oh does it yeah right. which is weird but again with the ds screen it's like you kind of have double screen so it's almost like you get more space so it's not a massive oh, thing oh yeah that makes sense um, yeah. and you can use the touch screen to actually select it so it's almost yeah. like you know like it's quite easy um but on the positive side they have change that you can reorder your spells and things and stuff and okay. make that easier so yeah the, they've half thought about it <laughs> yeah yeah um, so you've kind of got an option to deal with it if you want because i know like on um like i played the a bit of the chrono trigger yeah um remake for, for ds and stuff like that and like I, I think that was broadly similar with having a load of that stuff on the separate screen and yeah even that felt a bit more easier to deal with Mm. Um, so yeah I just wondered if the second screen made a difference yeah, yeah. It, it, and it I mean I can't speak for it because I didn't play the original but yeah. it, it does it, it sounds silly but it just feels you, you make the assumption that actually it, it is better like it's, yeah, it's almost yeah. like you can see they can see the thought about it and in terms of like you know the 3D sort of thing like there's just a couple more cutscenes, and, and that's kind of it really and it's just more aesthetically pleasing almost in a way to be able to walk around and sort of see a bit more what's going on and mm. you know the, the fact that they took the time to rebuild it even if it is you know I guess PS1 graphics almost in a way like as in it's still um, it, it's well presented yeah, yeah. so yeah I'm, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10 you know nice. and, and I, I would say that for me if I wanted to just get in at a ground level of Final Fantasy, like, you know, and as you said right at the start, as a series, none of it flows. You can just mm. pick whichever one you want. I would highly recommend getting in on this. And if you can, probably get the DS one as well. Like, as in, um, you know, unless you are tied to, I want to do a Pixel sort of mm. earlier one. Um, because, yeah, it just feels like probably the baseline of what you can get for a really good Final Fantasy and not be too 
tired at the end <laughs> overwhelmed yeah. yeah it can't yeah. feel like a commitment can't it? Yeah, yeah 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 so yeah that's that's our so um i guess did you want to talk a little bit final fantasy 15 at this point a bit more or not or is it like oh no is i've got that, my trojan horse the next episode ah so right okay fair enough that's so fine congratulations that is all from me nice. <laughs> well taken <laughs> i'm having more sour patch kids <laughs> Please to live with this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, cool. my, my wife, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, part two of the podcast uh, for Final Fantasy will be coming up next week. Uh, for us, it'll be about 35 seconds time. So, yeah, yeah cool. Speak to you soon. <laughs>